Yep. Yep. I had my headphones were for some reason up all the way, and when you started calling, it I, I can't hear out of my fucking left ear right now. It's all. <laughs> I, I'm still hearing like tinnitus echoes of of. Oh god, that's the worst. Um, what? So what did we talk about last show? Uh, we, we mean a lot of things. We we had some mask talk for like the first half hour. I remember then, that. Then we talked about uh, I think like uh, authenticity on the internet and uh, wow and and founder and ownership of of artists. Wow, I wonder how my drunk opinion on that is. Okay. And then I told you the story of me going to Rancho Cucamonga to get Ooh. a gun. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty much where everything kind of lost steam. Because you brought up two topics and then I railroaded us into my... Uh, gun my, story. Gu- my gun saga. Yeah, remember that. I which also... which I, yeah. I wish I had been sober when we talked about the gun saga, just so I could have discussed it more and not just kind of ranted about it. But... Uh, I, I, I want to get back to your two topics because they both sounded interesting. You were giving me choices. Um, so that was what I was going to start with. Like I, I was like, I don't know. I read these and I don't remember talking about them. But the other thing is I also remember we talked about Justin Towns Earl and I got mad at you. Cause you, you were mad at me? I got angry with you because you told me that I was wrong when I said Justin Towns Earl was on a different floor than the show. Right, because I was wrong. <laughs> I, I said that because it's true <laughs> okay um and then i texted the wall and we couldn't get he didn't remember anything so i just like glossed over that um okay so because you were you were at the same time you were remembering other shows you you went to with the wall in other venues no he was remembering other he said something and he's like wasn't that terminal five i was like no 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 this is a different thing um that was like a black key show that i went to with uh god was that that one anyway fucking i it all blurs together because you only go to new york city for any show so it's like which one was that one the only ones i remember that are different are the mogwai shows because i and i guess cake because those happened before i even knew you um oh man mogwai was so good in concert um okay i gotta pull up the the topics um are we introducing the show sure all right, go for it. See welcome. what we decided on last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to twenty nine twenty eight. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, this is the podcast we do. Um, my name is Lopez. I'm Guyly. Yep. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, it, it just doesn't work. I, maybe maybe we I, need like morning radio DJ handles. No, it's fun. The, the joke is that everyone calls us Andy. It's like, I know so many... Nope, in the- nobody calls us Andy. They call us by our last name. Mm. We exclusively go by our last names when we're like me, you, Franciosa. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I mean, right. Me, Jones, and Wallace at work. Like, everybody everybody named Andy 
goes by the last name. That's what's that's funny. The rule. Well, that's it the is tacit agreement. It is the rule. What's really funny is I work at. Um, is it my last two jobs? Anyway, I always work with an Andrea as well, somewhere at any job. I always have. There's, you know, I'm Andre, and I am not called Lopez by anyone at my current job. So because everyone either calls me you, you Andy don't, you don't or want Andre. To know your ethnic, ethnic or? No, we just don't. Um, the only nicknames that exist are one guy is a shortened version of his own last name. Um, so what does Nel- that mean? It's it. Everyone calls him Nelly, but um, his last name's Nelson. Um, oh, he's got a first name for a last name. I see. Nelson is a is a first name. Yeah. I don't Nelson know where... Mandela. Yeah. N- Nelson Algernon. I feel we, I feel like we've talked about this before in the sense Nelson. That... Hmm. Full Nelson. <laughs> the full Nelson. Um, where I'm from, it's a pretty common last name. So Central New York, there were definitely a lot of Nelsons, and there are clearly Nelsons in Vermont. So, um, yeah, and, and like I, I people... know I've heard it as a last name before, but I can't think off the top of my head of any famous last name Nelsons. Um, I mean, we could break out the Google. I'm sure that Google is, tells is everything. Is Ricky Nelson a thing? Is that like an old '50s singer, Ricky Nelson? Reggie Nelson? Ricky? Ricky? Henderson? Ricky Nelson? Famous Nelsons. Nelson Rockefeller. Oh, first name. That's one. Nelson Aldrich. This is just interpreting this is the wrong thing i don't want nelson's surname i want nelson <sighs> no i do want nelson's surname uh, notable persons named nelson i mean there's a lot i don't know any of them oh yeah ricky nelson he was a former teen idol and he died in a plane crash in 1985 what never heard of it Rick- ricky nelson what song does he sing? There's no way I know of this. Never he heard an of actor? this. Was he an actor? Tommy Nelson. The second album. Okay. Simon Nelson, the mass murderer. Mm. These are, I mean, there are lots of Nelsons. Oh, I mean, Ricky Nelson, he covered a Roy Orbison song. He covered a Fats Domino song. There's Reggie Nelson. There Goes My Baby. There Goes My Baby, I bet we know. There Goes My Baby. Rocky Nelson. Usher Usher covered that. Okay. Well, thanks, Usher. Mm. Luke Nelson. Leonard Nelson. Welcome to 2928, where we just read the phone book. (laughs) Joe Nelson. 
<laughs> Full Nelson. Um, anyway, uh, how did we get here? I mean, no one has called me Lopez except for, you know, people, people I know. Um, you know, like my friends call me Lopez, but... Um, yeah, I mean, professionally for the last 10 years, I guess, more or less, I've been Andy. So, and then anytime I work with an Andrea, I'm definitely Andy. I don't get to be Andre, even though sometimes people want to call me Andre. So my boss sometimes calls me Andre just because he thinks it's great, but I don't know. Just what it is. I gotta bring up that list. Did you know that we are going head-to-head this week in fantasy? I did, and I can't believe we did not discuss that last night. I, I saw it last night, and I as soon as we hung up, I was like, oh, I was going to mention that. Uh, yeah, and my, my bench is... I mean, my, my lineup is looking bad like real bad not maybe i mean it's as bad as last week i i just got two donuts today i have aaron jones has zero projected and jameson crowder has zero projected yeah i don't think aaron jones is in the game uh yeah and i don't have his crutch or whoever that is so i mean mike davis is has always been good this season so that's good you got a lot of people on buys this week. A lot. Drop your kicker, all right? You don't hold a kicker through the buy. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'm not going to now, except for he's the number one fucking kicker. And Stop it. That's ridiculous. Look at his but fucking. Can... Look at his weeks. He scores. It doesn't than... matter. It doesn't matter. He's a kicker. He's a kicker. No, that's not how. That's not how this works. Yeah, you don't hold a kicker through the buy. That's ridiculous. Six weeks. 10 points, 15 points, 13 points, 14 points, 11 points, 8 points. Is that a joke? He's a double-digit kicker. They they all have good games. It's fine. That's six good games in a row. I found someone, this guy who's related to Sandra Bullock. His name is Randy. He's Sandra Bullock's child. Randy. Get, Randy get Bullock. out of there. <laughs> God damn it. I just, it's too much work. Keep all this shit. I'm yeah. Le'Veon Bell. I'm not, I'm, not play, I'm not playing Le'Veon Bell. It's his first week in KC. He could make a big splash. Oh, you think he's going to make a big splash? I think if he's going to have a game, this is going to be a week to have a game. Well... I'm not, I'm not expecting He's playing anything. Denver 1, which is not great. Kansas City can give anyone a touchdown because they throw it around. Their running backs haven't been scoring because it's they have a rookie at the running back and they never use him on the goal line. I feel like they could bring Lev Bell in and just feed him the whole time. He has like 19 touchdowns. Just to make a point. Yeah, no, if it, it's possible on a team, <laughs> I, I think it would be there. Especially because if they get ahead, they're just going to run it all the time. And, they, and they're not, like, it's Denver. They're not great right now. They're, they got so many injuries. <sighs> 
anyway, I'm going to wait till Jameson Crowder is actually out and not just doubtful. And I'm going to keep my kicker, Mr. Blankenship, Rodrigo Blankenship with the sports glasses. What did you call him? Old goggles? Old goggles. Old goggles. I love him. I mean, Jamal Williams is still available. You can pick him up as a handcuff for Jones. He's for 15 points now. That's the word. Mike Williams and Traquan Smith, both available. Traquan Smith. In in my one league that I uh, picked up Michael Thomas and played him for one game so far this year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because he hasn't played. But he's like, you know, top six pick. Yeah, I mean, a tons of like. We're not a fa- we're not a fantasy football podcast. It's just kind of seeped in this way. There, there, are, <laughs> there are better podcasts to listen to for fantasy football. This is just us talking about our particular matchup this week. Our particular one, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't brought up that thing. All right, Docs, let's wait, do this. Wait. Oh, I'm really happy though. It's just to stay on fantasy. Uh, I am dominating in my brother-in-law's league with all of these people that I don't know and I'm on a group chat with and they send all sorts of Trump and MAGA gifts and stuff. I am Are you kidding? Killing Are you everyone. kidding? Killing everyone. Wait, they yeah. they do it they do it jokingly or is it real? No, no, there's some red staters on there. Ah, oh, that's like our league. Ugh. Yeah, Look. I'm on I'm on like three different group texts of fantasy football leagues uh, that I don't know the majority of people on and I usually just stay out uh, rock the boat this is a slow start Bring <laughs> a document up yet <laughs> uh, did I talk about cookies being burnt no I have this cons- cookies. I, I have this consu- I've talked about this once before on the podcast because it happened once before, but it keeps happening. And I'm wondering if I have like this conspiracy theory about cookies in Vermont. And here's my theory: if cookies that are like manufactured at like a plant or whatever, like I don't care what they are, like. I think they're usually made in trees, right? By elves? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Keebler elves, those those elves. Mm-hmm. Um, if cookies are burnt in Vermont, okay, sorry, let's start that over. If cookies are burnt at the factory and they get packaged and as they're doing their like taste test thing, they're like, oh no, these are burnt. They put them to the side, right? I think they send them to Vermont because... Do you, do you think that there's a taste tester? A, a, like a, a, a quality control, quality assurance taste tester at cookie factories? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think that's so what, what do they taste? Like every hundred cookies or every 15 minutes they taste a cookie from the line? Like what's the... I think, I think yeah, I think they're like looking at the line and they're like kind of comparing color consistency and um they probably it's all it's 
it's all robotic now. I feel like they can just monitor that like through the numbers and see like the oven is correct. It's not going to burn. We know the time, we know the settings, and we know the temperature. And those cookies. But that's clearly through. not true. I feel like it's more. But of that's a not true because thing. I no have one, burnt no cookies no in one's my house. Tasting cookies. You bought burnt cookies. All right. I bought burnt cookies, but they're like in a package it, that's wait, sealed. Wait. Is it a Chips Ahoy? Is it a Fryhofer? What is it? It's Pepperidge Farm. You bought Pepperidge Farm. What what type? Is it a Sausalito? I, I usually get Milano's. Milano's is like my jam. I almost always get Milano's. I've had one batch of Milano's in the last like... You've, you've got Pepperidge Farm burnt Milano's. I'm not there yet. Give it. Give me a second. I bought a cookie I've never had before because I was interested what in it. What a weird fucking cookie, man. Milano. Oh, oh no. That's be your cookie. That's the, that shit's amazing, dude. They're fine. I like them. But I would like I would never take it over a chocolate chip. I, I wouldn't take it over like an oatmeal raisin. Um, oatmeal chocolate chip, if you want to hybrid those, sounds better. No, oatmeal raisin is better than oatmeal chocolate chip. I can't get behind that, but I see where you're coming from. Do you not like raisins? They're not my favorite. The consistency is not my my favorite. I'm not talking about like dried box of raisins, like a nice good raisin and a and this it, honestly if this was our last episode, it would basically be full circle. Like we could fade out of us talking about cookies because we talked about cookies and crackers like our first episode. Yeah, fig newtons. This is just us talking it into the sunset. It's perfect. <laughs> That's a wrap, guys. <laughs> I don't think we can end the podcast on cookies. We could talk I, about cookies for episodes and episodes on end. But Milano is such a weird choice. Wow, you're not even letting me tell this story. Also, you're just we have such different opinions about cookies that I don't even know where to begin. I I have a lot of cookies, well, Pre-COVID times, I would eat a lot of cookies at work because um, that sounds like I eat cookies every day at work, but I don't. Um, You're a regular cookie monster, Lopez. <laughs> so we have a coworker whose father is, you know... E.L. Fudge? Yeah, basically. He's, he's an older guy. He loves to bake, and he like just bakes batches of cookies pretty much every day. And have you ever asked? Have you ever asked, like, "Hey, can you can your dad make me some Milano cookies?" And seeing what the reaction is, <laughs> no one's making homemade Milano cookies. Is what I'm saying. That is ne- that didn't come up. That wasn't something I was going to suggest ever. I don't think anyone's ever thought of that. So this guy makes cookies, like two to three times a week, like literally. And he just makes a batch of fucking 20 cookies. And it's he's still doing it. We just don't get them at work because of some sort of like COVID food sharing rule or something. So, which like we're, you know, obviously this is just like one of those things you just, you know, you you follow whatever the, the thing is everyone's doing. So it's like... No one's really sharing food, bringing food in like we used to. So I guess we're not doing that now. So I've eaten a lot of cookies with raisins in them. 
because of um, this guy who makes the cookies. His name's Pat. Might as well just tell you his name is Pat. Um, I don't know. I I still don't like. And and craisins are worse. I like I, I like craisins. I like yeah. a nice uh, like uh, I could do an oatmeal orange craisin cookie. That's oh, pretty good. No, it's delicious. No. Orange orange and cranberries. I mean, that's yeah, good. that's it's a good mix, but that's just not a that's not a cookie to me. Anyway, I, I mean, right. I guess I guess the Milano some, some is more of like, like a, and some people are wrong. That's fine. That's fine. That's I mean, what can we get behind on on like on like desserts? Like what? Like do you like pie? I do like pie, but I feel like I'm always disappointed when I order it. Oh, interesting. Like, but if it's like I'm at someone's house and they, and I have a piece of pie, I'm I'm happy with it. But if I was at a restaurant and I ordered a piece of pie, I feel like I would just be disappointed that I didn't get, you know. A banana split or something. I've talked to you about the pie ladies before, right? We have the the pie ladies in the town next to us. I I have no idea. They have like a little shack on the side of their house, and it's just like this amazing like. It's like only space for one person to enter. Whenever you describe your day to day life and the people <laughs> in your world, I I I always think that it's it's like a it's either like kind of a mr rogers uh muppet type like very wholesome like oh this is this is our pie lady and stuff or it's a a prefab neighborhood for like training russian spies to be american it just sounds like it's like all right well this is the pie level you have to come here and convince us that you're you're all real american ladies making pies (laughs) it's just uh, I have definitely talked about the pie ladies before because I talked about seeing the pie ladies um, at the estate sale. Remember when I bought the guns at the estate sale? The pie ladies were when there. Took, when you took a shit in the woods? Yeah. In someone's yard? Yeah. Was that? Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't know. We just did now. <laughs> Oh man, that was I had my coffee. That was an amazing day. Um Yeah, I saw the pie ladies at the estate sale. And that's how like you know, I think that's how I ended up talking about the pie ladies on here. Anyway, these these ladies are incredible. So wait, what what type of pies do you get there? That was the that was where this was gonna go. I was gonna ask you like what if you were gonna be a pie person, like what kind of pie do you? If I was a pie man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you're a pie man. If I was a pie man, what what type of pie would I would I uh, favor? Yeah, because they do two two like two. There's two camps. There's like okay. the tr- there's the the traditional like, um, obviously everything's homemade, right? But it's like they do the traditional like pie dough. And that has normal fillings like, um, you know, uh, fruits and stuff. So you'd have like your your apple pies, your, um, you know, the the traditional pies, blueberry, etc. Then they do this like graham cracker cookie crust, which is fucking ridiculously good. More and... like a like a 
like a cheesecake or a tart totally. base. Totally. Yep. 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 All of okay. yes. And then those are all of the like cream pies. So those are like don't uh, like cream pies. Okay, I'm just, done. All right, fine. I, I, no, fine. no, you're 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 asking me. I'm lemon, saying I, lemon. I, I, you don't do lemon meringue or any of those. I don't consider lemon meringue a cream pie because there's no cream there. They have like the the like, um. They do like the cream on the outside, like a like a frosting sort of like decoration on it. So it's like that's not the meringue you're talking about. No, they put like they put like effectively like like a. Uh, I'm gonna have to take a picture of this fucking. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to like go they, they, they buy pie. It, basically. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, but it's decorated with like the the like. It's just like nicely decorated with like cream on the edges, but not like it, there's you know you can still see that the pie is the pie. So it's like there's lemon meringue pie, there's key lime pie. So do you like those? I like both of those. Yes. Yeah, like those are pretty much more or less my favorite pies that exist but i could i could take those with without meringue basically i don't i don't need whipped egg whites to make it a a a delicious key lime pie or lemon meringue pie the filling and the crust are are where it's at i agree i agree with that but i mean like for for lemon meringue the something about the like a lemon meringue if the, the the texture plays such a like a beautiful role in a lemon meringue pie to me so i understand why lemon meringue's a thing anyway pecan you know if you're going over into the other side again to traditional but they make fucking every pie and it's i don't like pecan i don't like pumpkin Uh i i i don't like any of those i don't like spice i don't like pumpkin pie really spice or savory pies or whatever like i i i'm I'm a, I'm a fruit, I'm a berry, I'm a key lime, you know? All right, so a we're, cu- we're a, on a the same page. One? I, I don't like, I, I, I can't get behind sweet potato, man. Yeah. I, just, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on this so far. Um, all right, well, you have to come visit and we need to eat a lot of pie. That's, it's going to be expensive, but it's going to be worth it. Well, I'll start saving now. Very good. For, um, for my, my, my pie tour. Oh, man. Well, it's gonna not even going to be a tour. We're going to have to call ahead and be like... You're, I was just going to give you the menu. We're just you gonna... like strawberry rhubarb? I do like strawberry rhubarb pie. I haven't had that in a long, long time. 20, 25 years. But, uh, yeah, I like strawberry rhubarb. I used to um, pick rhubarb for my neighbor um because growing up we had a rhubarb patch in the backyard and my neighbor would be like andy do you have any of that rhubarb i'd be like yeah i'll go get some for you and i used to bring him rhubarb and he'd make strawberry rhubarb pie and so it's not just it's, it's not just vermont that makes me think that you lived in some sort of uh soviet training camp but it's it's your entire <laughs> existence life. yeah 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 <laughs> Hello, Andy. Do you have any of that delicious rhubarb? <laughs> you know, that fruit or vegetable that everybody in America likes? That red celery? But we always had, that's the kind of the brilliance of it is like, so, I, not always, but, you know, in different places we've lived, um, like, you know, me growing up having rhubarb in the backyard, that was a thing. Um, but it's like that weird thing where it's like, that's just your thing because 
it happened when we lived in St. Albans as well. We had this really like, I mean, this, this plant was fucking prolific. It just kept on giving. And I would pull the rhubarb out and clean it up and the neighbors wanted it. Like multiple neighbors wanted it. People at work. Um, and I remember one instance where I was giving it to someone and, um, and someone else saw it and was like, um, are you fucking kidding me? You're giving away rhubarb? And I was like, just, just tell me you want rhubarb and you can be on the list for the next bit of rhubarb. No need to swear, sir. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like people, people were like, are you giving that away? Because I could make a pie tonight. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, what else do you, does anyone use rhubarb for? It's only pies, right? Yeah, because it's well. Um, nobody, I, nobody makes like rhubarb stir fry or anything like that. Well, at my last job, we made rhubarb wine. Okay. So you can make wine from it. Huh? Um, How was it? Pretty good, really. Yeah, quite good. Very drinkable. You still use grapes in it and just add the rhubarb, or it's complete rhubarb? It's completely rhubarb. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bonkers, really. But it's effectively like... Um... What What did it taste like? Mm, I'm just going to send you a bottle. That's like way easier. Yep. I'm going to do that. Yeah. It's good. You have to chill it, but it's good. It's good cold. It's very refreshing. Rhubarb wine. How did we get here? Cookies. Burnt cookies. So my conspiracy theory is that... um, Well, let's even get back a little further. So that person who's not a real person who's like on the line looking for cookies and tasting cookies... Somehow all of these fucking burnt ass cookies got to my house like there was oh, wait, wait. were they were they were they burnt milanos or were they burnt something else all right now we're getting into it this is you did the same thing to me last time i was trying to tell this exact thing what brussels. i do not remember any of this brussels is what they are they're brussels yeah you gotta you gotta probably google that one because i had seen it before thought about it and then it like reminded me that the cook the the cookie naming theme is like European cities for Pepperidge Farm. Brussels cookies. So it's like Milano, Brussels. Farm, farm Brussels. Sausalito. It's California, I think. They're cities. Chessman. That's not a city. Sanibel. Are you just, is this real? Yeah, these are Pepperidge Farm cookies I'm listing right now. Did you get to Brussels yet? This is just around Milano. Yeah, kind of. Don't get these weird-ass cookies and you don't have to worry about them being fucked up. You don't even know how they're supposed to taste. I've never in my life seen a Brussels cookie. Oh, man. That's regional. That's a regional cookie. I liked it. I won't be getting it again. But they're burnt. 
<laughs> so that's my fucking issue is that like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get one here to see if mine is burnt there's no way a company like pepperidge farm is gonna hire a cookie inspector who's gonna fucking sleep on a job and miss a batch it just but, has to be the flavor profile of a brussels cookie you, we've just never had them before no it's burnt dude and the thing is that this has now happened and maybe i'm like a little bit more attuned in tune to this now because this has happened it happened with chips ahoy like a year or two ago and no you are not getting burnt cookies i dude i got burnt fucking cookies i think you're just you forget what they should taste like no there's they're burnt i swear Dude, and this is gets down to the whole fucking point, is that the idea is, do you think they think, oh man, we can save about $28,000 if we just send all of these cookies to Vermont? Yeah, just send them to Vermont and Delaware and no one's going to complain about them. Exactly, exactly. Send them somewhere where no one's going to complain. Uh, if if they're burning cookies, then I would assume yes, they're gonna send them to the market that's gonna be give them the least problem. Thank you. That. But that's my theory. I still I still don't think uh, I still don't think they make burnt cookies at all. I don't think they make burnt cookies. I think that they burn cookies. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm looking at a. A picture online right now, and one of them looks burnt. Hmm. Of the Brussels. Hmm. Oh, there's a cookie called Tahoe. Ew. What is it? What type of cookie is it? White chocolate macadamia. Gross. <laughs> white chocolate's garbage. <laughs> I used to like white chocolate. Until I uh, learned about dark chocolate. I really don't like white chocolate. It's too soft. Yeah, it's fake. It's fake chocolate. Synthetic chocolate. Alright, so that's my cookie theory. They send them all to fucking us. I think if they're burning cookies, then yes, they're sending them to markets to people who are complaining less about their food. The rural areas. Maybe people who haven't been exposed to such cosmopolitan uh, delicacies like Brussels cookies. Hmm. Fucking weird, man. Oh, we talked about the Lazarus feed and how that's back. So we basically have all of our, our old listeners again. So that's good. I have a I have a note in here and I have no idea what it means. Marching band signals. Period. Like a a majorette with the the uh I remember what it is. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I we we this is something that's very like you know, me to pick up on. And you you and I end up talking about shit like this all the time, but this guy 
was doing the like it's like baseball hand it's like baseball signals kind of you know it's like you have all these fucking hand signals in baseball and it's like well what the fuck does that one mean and this guy did this signal because someone was loading a um one of the guys at work was loading one of these big farm tools onto a a, like an 18 wheeler with like a fully open um like flatbed trailer sort of 18 wheeler trailer and to get these big rigs onto these big you know uh farm tools onto trucks like that you have to use like chains and shit and we were using the, the telehandler to get it on. And I'm looking at this guy who's like the truck driver. Because you kind of have to load it the way the truck driver wants it. Because he's the one who has to haul it. Makes sense. This guy is doing the let's bring it on home marching band signal. Which is you put your finger up in the air. Yeah. And you twirl it. Like, like cir- circle the bases. You like make an circle. saying home exactly. run. Exactly. Home run. Yes. Full it's circle. Full circle. So he's doing this, but that doesn't make any sense in the context of what's going on. So I'm looking like, and I'm not involved in this at all. Thank God. Because I would have been like yelling at this guy. Like, use your words because your hand signals are trash. Use right. your words. <laughs> so later on, I talked to the operator, the person who was loading him, and I said, did you know what he was talking about when he was doing his hand signals? And he was like, no, no, no. I had to shut the machine off and talk to this guy <laughs> like three times because none of his hand signals made any sense. Uh, I just thought it was super fucking funny. So I wrote down marching band signals. Guy trying to load his side loader convertible 18 wheeler oh so it wasn't a flatbed it was a it was a it was a a soft it was a trailer that was a soft top that's a soft top trailer yeah you don't see them that much but like if you saw like a it's like an 18 wheeler trailer but instead of being a container or like um just like a, a a regular flat sided one it actually has a soft side. Right, just, I've seen those. Yeah, and it just rolls up so you can load huge shit into it. Um, that's so funny. Um, did I tell you that I changed services and I'm not on AT&T anymore? I, I didn't know you were on AT&T before. Are you still on T-Mobile, which you've been on for 10 years? Sprint? I'm on Sprint. Oh, uh, it was Sprint. That's but T-Mobile bought Sprint now, so I guess I'm on T-Mobile now. Oh, all right. I didn't know that happened. Last year, I think, or in the last eight months. Interesting. So they have to like be the the other act in town. No, I'm doing um, I'm doing the phone service that's like twenty five bucks a month, and it just like pegs to Verizon. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. Uh, it like it uses the Verizon towers. They like it's like a it's like a I want to say it's like a licensed subsidiary of Verizon or something. It's called Visible. So it's twenty five 
dollars a month for data and talk yeah. and text. Yeah. Unlimited? Yeah. Okay. Wonder what that coverage is like. That's weird. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I I I heard about it and then like it was like a triple whammy for me. I heard about it in one sense, like just kind of like out in the wild randomly, and then I read about it in um consumer reports they kind of like there was an article that kind of just like zoomed by it and just said oh if you wanted to save a bunch of money you would just like use one of the newer like trendy services like visible etc etc and they just kind of like just threw it in there and i was like that's a weird doesn't seem very consumer reports like to just like mention a company nonchalantly like that and then like that same week my coworker was like, hey, have you ever heard of this company, Visible? I'm like, wow, these guys are doing, like, some serious... That's exactly what I was talking about last night. Penetration. Where you, you think you come across something naturally on your own, but then find out that everybody has been direct marketed at the same time. Yeah, totally. That's so weird. But then I, like, looked into it, and I was like, Harry, let me look into it, because I was, like, I was interested. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm totally ready to, to ditch AT&T. I pay fucking way too much money for the service, and it's, like, I don't even have service anywhere in Vermont. So I looked into it. It looked good. The the only catch is, like, so, you know, there's there's two catches, I guess. Service is actually $40 a month. Unless you have four people on your family plan. But they don't, they literally don't care who these people are on the family plan together. It can be you and three people you have never met and will never meet because you pay your own bill through the app and all you have to do is have like this shared party line and just make up a name. So you just make up a group name. Everyone joins the group name, everyone accepts it, and you're just all of a sudden paying $25 a month. So, like, um, my sister, I put my sister on one, and everyone has, like, the same, like, like exact Indian name. It's, like, Pradesh, 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 Catherine. It's amazing. And as far as I know, no issue has happened with her and she's paying $25 a month and you, you know, you pay direct on your, you just put like a, a, a debit card in your, in your file and you're good to go. It's like, that's, that's how easy it is. Um, and I, I got Catherine on that guy's network by, uh, um, I like to think of them as like a, a, a senior, a junior and a, the third, they're, they're three gentlemen all named Pradesh. Um, <laughs> But I just got, I, basically there's a Reddit, sub, a subreddit for it. So you just go into the subreddit and it's like people posted five minutes ago and says join the, the, the group Lollipop Fingers. And you just go in and you type in Lollipop Fingers and that's your group and you're done. I, I, everything you're saying I don't trust. <laughs> Nothing about this sounds, sounds trustworthy. I know, it's crazy. So like I have... On my group, I have me, um, my mom, um, Kim, and um, 
my coworker Harry, because we were the first four, and then it took my sister like another two months to get the, to change over on the service. And but once she did, she was like, "All right, set me up with, you know, the group." And I was like, "Let's do it." I know it sounds so sketchy, but it's just like been completely foolproof and fine. The only like thing that they say up front as like a this is the only catch is they claim and say that they can throttle you because you're using visible uses Verizon's network and because visible uses Verizon's network Verizon users who pay more have initial full rights to like all of the bandwidth on the network and right. then visible is a tier down so like, you're subleasing yeah yeah so you will be throttled at like two gigs of data or something but they also will like they'll also send you emails and say like in your area there might be this going on and we're like trying to update towers so just so you know and it's only happened twice and i noticed no difference because i live in the middle of nowhere right so you know the way i see it is like i didn't have service before like i didn't have at&t service anywhere i was home didn't have it at work didn't have it basically like most of the drive home and i'm on wi-fi most of the time anyway so why not try and spend as little as humanly possible for your phone service makes sense so anyway that's my uh non-advertisement for the company i'm now using for my phone service i'm so tired of fucking cell phones i, know. I just don't want to i don't want to do them anymore you don't want to do cell phones yeah you i mean you you, you know i but. hate being in constant contact i hate that people expect me to read their emails at any hour of the day i hate that they can text me or call me i hate that the thermostat at work knows my cell phone number everything about cell phones weighs heavily against me liking them i don't i don't use them for any anything important it's a hundred percent just you know work wasting time and work (laughs) wasting time yeah, it's, you know, everybody's, like, really into their phones and their social media and shit. And I just, I don't do any of that. I just, I go to, like, four sites, and then I check my fantasy scores. And then it's all just emails all the time. I don't, none of this is necessary for me to live on a day-to-day basis. Yep. And yet I can't opt out because I'm still part of society, so I have to have one. Yep. It's not fair. I mean, you could, you know, you could move up here. There's no one up here. It's great. Be your own boss. My own boss on what? The cookie line? What am I doing up there? No, anything. God, you're running the restaurant. You're running the distillery. You know. You're distilling tacos. Exactly. You're running, uh, what's my other business? Uh, the rover something or other yeah you're running the restoration business yeah that's a truly never have to talk on the phone you're just like you're just hammering rivets in 
I'm old. I'm old. Old Rita the Riveter over here. Yep. Um, way way back when, probably like I don't know, a full year ago at this point, we were talking about shows to watch, and you had mentioned uh, what's that fucking Canadian show that you oh, like? Letter Kenny, yeah. Letter Kenny. Uh, when COVID happened and we just started burning through shit, we started watching that, and it wasn't my idea. And then, so when my my fiance at the time, wife now, said like, oh, we should want to watch Letter Kenny? I was like, oh, Lopez is trying to get me to watch this. I, I don't want to because I don't know. But we did. And we almost got through the entire series. And I'll say this, like when it was good, it was really, really good. Right. And, but then when it was bad, it was really bad. When it's bad, it's annoying. When it's bad, it's just yeah, it's it's like shitty internet comedy or whatever like that. But there was there was more good than bad in it. But we, I think it's the last season. We just stopped watching it on when they had like a public access show or something like that. We just <laughs> we checked out. <laughs> I think we got like three episodes into that season. And I was like, uh, maybe it was just too much too soon. You know, maybe we 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 binged it too 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 quickly. But yeah, there, there there were jokes and there were there were episodes that were just like perfect and then there was so much that was i was just like okay this this can stop at any point now totally yeah that's to- that's totally it but I've, I've been meaning to tell you that yeah we watched that kind of independent of your of of your uh your input we got there anyway that's and awesome I was like all right i should let lopez know that's awesome the probably like my my highlights of all of it are like the the Quebec episodes are really funny. Um, the they do a couple of like just re- there are a couple really great scenes like like individual scenes. Um, they they I mean they it's the origin is uh, an internet comedy so it's like when he does when he does like the cold open sequence listen to you what open industry talk over there but that's the joke the joke is that it's he does the cold open but he does it in like the fucking frigid weather he's they're all outside doing it you and your cold open listen to you that's what they call it like when you you could like youtube watch it and they called it they call it cold open no i'm 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 proud of you listen to you Anyway, I I need like yeah no but like they're 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 pace they're pacing and they're phrasing and like they're you know the the mastery of the jokes that they do tell and the reoccurring jokes it it was really good. How about the how about Dan who always is like pluralizing everything? Squirrely Dan. Yeah, and he's That's... a that guy's a, a comedian by himself. Yeah. So. I like there are there are a couple like special characters that come in and like they add like random fucking people from like you know that are all famous Canadians that no one knows. Jay Barkle shows up or whatever his name is. They have that one girl who hangs out with the um with the skids who's very famous because I even know who she is. Um Ooh. the I remember the girl. I don't know anything. I don't know what her name is. I don't know what she does. She's like super Canadian famous. 
like Alex Trebek's daughter or something or no she's like in a bunch of shit in Canada or whatever I okay I, no one stuck out to me except for like you know the the celebrities who showed up on it and then like the French Canadian girls who are like famous are just famous because they're like one of them is like a French Canadian model or something like a, like literally a lingerie model nobody knows models anymore nobody nobody's known models since what Kate Upton all right, now this we're going to do a little full circle on your you don't use the internet because people do know models because they follow their personal Instagram pages. That's so fucking weird, following people. Stop following people. <laughs> it's like you follow someone's personal Instagram page and that's how like you keep up with like a, a model in 2020. You know, it's like this is what you do now. Uh, no, I, I completely understand, and I yes, I realize that, but <clears throat> I don't like it. That's fine. You don't have to. Um, do you know what I don't like? I was looking in my uh, my dresser drawer this evening for pajamas because I thought you know I'm gonna put on some nice comfy pajamas. <laughs> I couldn't find the pajama pants that I wanted to find, so I got into like you know it's like you go one level two level and that's like level three is like now i'm gonna go and into my closet and try and find something that's gonna like suffice for this and i know i have like these two other options which is like one's like a pretty like a i don't want to call them spandex but they're like tight pants like i would never wear them outside because like long john pants or like thermal pants no they're like spandex they're like tights (laughs) They're black. Okay. They're like. But are, they're like are, are, are they like? Are they like thermal tights, like ski tights and shit, or? They're like yoga pants for Lopez. Okay. I guess I would wear them if I went skiing. Yes, like Long John style. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so I'm looking for these, but instead I find these sweatpants, which is like way more your style. And I'm like, oh, yes. I, I'm sweatpants style. Yeah, you wear the LA sweatpants. Okay, my, my, the joggers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have a pair of joggers. I don't have okay. to, like, go out in public in L.A., so I don't need a pair. <laughs> um, So I find these sweatpants, and I, like, remembered them. I'm like, oh, these are the, the Reebok sweatpants. They're great. I put them on, and uh, I don't notice it at first... But as I'm sitting here now podcasting and we are, I don't know, a couple minutes in, you know, hour in, whatever, (laughs) I have this very distinct memory about what happened to these pants. That's a foreboding statement. (laughs) (laughs) And only because I've been sitting here with like the crotch part closer to my face because I'm sitting and I'm like leaning into the mic. And so you're saying the crotch part is closer to your face because you're sitting and not standing? Yes. Okay. I have this now distinct memory of pouring an epic amount of kerosene on these pants. Why? I it was a mistake. I didn't mean to. Why would you keep pants that are soaked in kerosene? Because I thought I could 
soak them in like vinegar. As I like Googled it and I like put them in the wash bin because I like does vinegar does vinegar leach kerosene out of stuff? There was something. It was like some some concoction that the internet was like, you can get kerosene out of anything. Here's how you do it. And I did it, and I washed them. And I did it a few times, and then I think. Just buy new sweatpants, man. Yeah, no, I will. But I retired them and I like hid them somewhere and I was like, I gotta do something with these. Throw them out! Why are you holding on to them? (laughs) Just listen. You got flammable pants on. (laughs) Kerosene's not that flammable. Um, It's more more flammable than not kerosene pants? That's true. That's that's true. So anyway, last winter, I think I, we probably talked about this on the show, um, and I'm so glad it's not going to happen again. But last winter, the entire winter, I um, I helped my neighbor, John, by filling his kerosene tub, um, which is just a 55-gallon drum, um, by l- loading up these jerry cans of kerosene and then painfully gallon by gallon putting them into this 55 gallon drum and it's like it's just this it's just this incredibly amazing thing like this guy has totally enough money to just buy a tank the guy owns like 17 vehicles right what's what's the kerosene for heating his house okay he has these like separate monitor heaters that he uses as just like these temperature holders and there's like there's no way they're efficient they're like wicked ancient just like little monitors and they get like direct exhausted out of the house and it's like you walk by the house and it just smells like burning kerosene you're just like this is just like it's what you do for a camp it's not what you do yeah, for a home. yeah it, sa- it sounds horrible so he has this 55 gallon drum that he's had since before we were born okay it confirmed before we were born because he said he had it in his old apartment he's like i brought this with me when i moved to this place and i was like that's shouldn't have even happened then um like and it's gravity fed so you have to like take the the to fill it you have to take the like the jerry can over your head and just perfectly insert it into the to the top of the the can and then like lift it up and in this one i didn't spill the stuff almost ever but then there was this one time where i spilled it and it slipped out of my hand because it was icy out and I got just like loads of kerosene all over like my shirt and pants, and I was wearing these pants. <laughs> what did you do with this shirt? Um, it also got put into that quarantine pile, which also somehow made it back into rotation. <laughs> I will throw them away. So I got to buy new sweatpants. I can't wait to wear sweatpants again. Oh my god! I got a pair of uh, like sweat shorts that I'm really happy with. Very comfortable. Sweat sweat shorts. Sweat shorts. Nice. So it's like sweatpant material, but it's shorts. 
Yeah, they're very comfortable. Mm, that sounds P- like you. Pumas. Puma. Very interesting. Where'd you get them? TJ Maxx or? Uh, no, I think I got them. I think I got them at Macy's. <laughs> TJ Maxx. <laughs> I only like I. I'll pick. I'll grab stuff at Target or whatnot if I need a shirt or something. But when I have to go clothes shopping, I, I only go to Macy's, and I think it's because that's where my my parents always took me growing up. But it's I know Macy's any Macy's anywhere so well that I can find the out-of-season or the discount racks immediately and get, you know, all of my clothes for a tenth the cost. Like, it's... I just, I just know a Macy's department store better than I know any type of... If I was going, like, a a Kohl's or a... Filene's. Bloomingdale's. A what? Remember, remember Filene's? Filene's. That's, the, that's not a thing anymore, is it? No, Lord & Taylor... Boscovs. Oh, Boscovs. <laughs> um, but yeah, Macy's, I just like, oh, I know where to go for this. I'll just go here. And then I know where the jeans department is. And it's it's done. Perfect. Brand loyalty based on fucking the back to school shopping. So what fat. do they is? Are you a Wrangler kind of guy? Is that what the kind of jeans you wear? Uh, what do I got? I got... I don't know if they're Wranglers, but I do get Levi's. Levi's, interesting. I don't most think most of the time. I don't think those fit me. I need like Gap pants. Gap pants. <laughs> Gap pants and old navy pants. I just I feel like they they burn out too quickly. I get very particular types of Gap jeans, but I don't buy from Old Navy. Hmm. <laughs> Same company though, right? Yeah, but I don't think the quality is always the same, and I I tend to like the way that Gap clothes are cut. So I think I don't I don't think I own anything from the Gap. Yeah, that's my go-to. Man, are you gonna even be able to wear that Vermont flannel with all this uh, you know climate change over there? Hey, man, it's flannel season. It's like seventy degrees. Stop it! Don't you you don't wear a flannel in seventy degrees, do you? I, I do. It's 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 like overcast in the morning and and disgusting air quality, and it's you know it's just nice to wear a, a little little flannel shirt and go to work, and then I'm in work, which is you know climate controlled until eight o'clock at night, so I don't even get get outside. It doesn't matter. Wow. All right, I'm gonna read you the long one which I read to you last night. And we didn't, we didn't really, we didn't really touch on it. All right. I'm just going to read this verbatim. Could we pose as right-wing psychos <laughs> and get big trucks and blue flags and terrorize Trump-supporting houses across America? Just like do burnouts in trucks, spray rocks everywhere and be rowdy. So that the conservative assholes that are too dumb to know why they even vote for Trump in the first place are scared for their lives. So you think <clears throat> us being assholes would give Trump a bad name to his own supporters? Maybe. You're, you're causing mayhem and confusion. But they, that's how they act anyway. So I think they've accepted that generally. 
But do you think that they would like it if it was like in their front yard and you're just like they spraying would, they gravel? Would, they would 100% immediately get on their forums and call it a false flag. Hmm. It would, and then their their buddies who are all cops and all the cops are you know in cahoots with them is they would immediately see through the uh, the facade there. But we we do we we put our trucks. They're like rolling coal, right? They just like crazy trucks. And they have the 2928 plates from Tennessee. It just seems like a very expensive <laughs> gambit to run to pretty much know that it's it's going to fail. Epic. No. Like, so infinite time and money. And you're just the, like a bored person. Or like, you, you don't even have to do it yourself. You're sending your, your troops out to do this. Yourself. You know, this is like, you know. I feel like. We're there's, leading the operation. There's better ways to lead an operation than just to terrorize fucking Trump voters. I don't know. I'd really like to rip off the lawn, like rip up the lawns of everyone who, yeah. you know. So do it. Just, I don't think you need the uh, the the overarching. Uh, I don't. To I do don't it. have a truck. With the kind of horsepower that would be necessary for me to like go mudding on someone's lawn, right? I mean, maybe maybe a rental, rent a car. I don't think you can do that to a rental. Why not? I don't know. Isn't there like you're not hurting the car? I mean, you don't you don't know that. I broke an well, axle. Why would I? Why would I want to break an axle on my expensive truck just to fucking punk some some Trump voters? Mm. It seems like I'm the one getting getting uh, losing out on this. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. What if? Uh huh. This same idea. But like we're all on a forum together or something, or we all have our own subreddit, and we each. Mm. We steal trucks across America, and it's just like this big coordinated attack, and it's just, you just leave the trucks on at the houses of Trump supporters after ripping up the lawn. That way, you don't have to worry about it. it's not your not your truck. And let's say like ninety percent of the people get away with it. Got ten percent of people in jail. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think it's a it's a it's a risky proposal for no gain whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, we'd we'd be better off like actually coordinating some sort of attack than coordinating some sort of giant car prank where everybody's gonna get caught on ring cameras anyway because all of these people live in like in enclosed communities and they all own guns and they're just looking for a chance to use them. I guess. You think? 100%. They're just waiting to use their guns. They're just but... waiting to use them. Hmm. They're just waiting to use their guns. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of these people have guns and don't even, like, know how to use them. Oh, that's, that's